0: Oh gentlemen welcome to another episode of bobcast with you as always is bob live in the lounge staring at the ouija board tonight's guest i am stoked to have on i first learned about her maybe two years ago at the top of the world down there at whole foods okay this guy i've known for the better part maybe 15 years he's got fucking rock and roll in his dna you know when you see him you just want him hit the stage and grab the mic his name's john Fay. so he brings tonight's guest and then eventually, I see her get up on stage with him at the World Cafe Live, and then I become elated to know that she's got her own band, and that's called Girl Friday, you know. And this band, it's got everything that I love too. It's it's got big hair, it's got moves, it's got the fucking type of shit that puts the punk rock spirit under your bed sheets. It makes you want to jump up in the morning, being like, Nah, 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 not today, okay? It's my way, baby. With that being said, please welcome Sarah E. Friday to the lounge. So thanks so much for coming. Uh, like I said, the the way that you, when you get up on stage and you use the mic, you know, and you're in front of the crowd, you know, you transport yourself. Cause you're sitting across from me now in this lounge, <laughs> but when you're up on stage, what are you thinking? What's going through your mind? Oh. You got any pre-show rituals? You got anything that's gotta happen? You know what I mean? Like you're like I gotta make this right.
1: I don't know. It, I you know marijuana first okay. <laughs> before a set. So you
0: you smoke before you go on stage? I do. Always.
1: I do. Um, not not really any rituals. I guess just a lot of a personal, at home practice, rehearsal, preparation. But um, when I'm up there, I'm really just busting a nut. <laughs> like yeah, that's that's good. my that's metaphorical good. nut. I'm in. That show moment. that you
0: did, uh, w- what was the new venue to open up in Philadelphia? You did it uh, maybe last year around this time.
1: Was it Philomoca?
0: John was playing on bass. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah killing Philimoca. it, killing it up in last there. Last November, know? that was great. Um, <laughs> that place
1: is creepy. It's an old mausoleum.
0: Is it really? It is. I am such a suburban boy. I'm so scared sometimes as <laughs> I like, go down the city. I'm like, how oh, so am I going to get home? Like before Uber and Lyft, I was scared shitless, man. I was just like, I can't be. Responsible because I was a school teacher, and you can't get no DUI when you're a school teacher. True, you know. But um, when it comes to music with Girl Friday, I mean, as you you grew up in the same era I did, so I'm curious to know, like, what was your inspirations?
1: I guess I mean, this is not a surprise, but Dolly Parton was always uh, one of my uh, my biggest inspirations, and not just because she's a good person too. Yeah she Jean. definitely is Yeah, She's an artist And she's always just Kind of like Made light of herself mm-hmm. And uh, like just owned What she was about But like Whitney Houston
0: <laughs> Oh yeah Whitney's great man <laughs> Or was great Kind right? of
1: stems from Dolly Parton Because she sang Dolly Parton's song In The yeah. Bodyguard What did you say about Whitney?
0: Is Whitney, Whitney's dead, right? She is. Dude, that's so terrible to, to just find out again here at age thirty nine that Whitney Houston's dead. You know, she is. That's Maybe, a sad. Do you ever see story. like somebody on Facebook be like, uh, "Hey, uh, so Whitney Houston died today," and like someone's like, "She died in this year." Oh You're wrong. God. Have you ever seen Have you seen this yet on social media? <laughs> I don't
1: think so. so
0: on social media now, people are they're, late. They're, they're, it's almost like a reverse death troll. I'll call it. They're late to the party. They see the post, they share it to their page, and then maybe five minutes is the algorithm amount of time that somebody's like nope they're dead already you know but anyway
1: <laughs> i'm laughing it's
0: <laughs> it's interesting seriously though and it's like that's what's going on in our world right now ladies and gentlemen is because is, is that we are trolling each other with technology mm. you're listening to this podcast most likely on a techno- technological device but we are definitely trolling each other there's all these studies about it and i'm kind of stoked that i'm young enough to like you know see the rise and then the the fall
1: and in an, such an automatic way yeah we you know what i mean like ha- mm-hmm. i'm guilty of it too it's like you just sit there and scroll and, scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and, scroll. and, scroll. and like mm-hmm. and scroll and angry mm-hmm. angry mm-hmm. comment comment like uh, like Scroll, scroll you know. with me.
0: Scroll with me and make me believe that Whitney but Houston is not dead <laughs> tonight on the Bobcast. You know, I mean, it is wild though that we have to communicate to our artistic needs to people through the internet with Girl Friday, with the Bobcast, with whatever you're doing. You know, hey, will you come? You might be interested in coming. Are you going?
1: Hit that going button.
0: How about back in the day in the '90s? It was like
1: Bob's here's a gonna- flyer. Fucking Bob's here. <laughs>
0: Didn't know You know But I miss putting up flyers Girl Friday Did you ever put up flyers
1: I didn't Oh man Maybe uh, for lost pets And such Yeah But not for like Promoting any kind of Is that of... a
0: band name Lost pets
1: <laughs> Maybe it is now
0: Boom Keith DeAngelis If you're listening to this He's my lawyer right now In the entertainment field Book that one Alright <laughs> Put that one into the list Of lost names we pets. got
1: Next up tonight
0: <laughs> Lost pets
1: and make sure you get the one with the Z, too, at the end. You Seriously. You know what I'm Pets. saying?
0: Don't play me for no fool. <laughs> so Dolly Parton, I loved... What was the movie she was in with uh with Burt Reynolds? The like,
1: Best Little Whorehouse in yeah, Texas. Yeah.
0: I remember seeing that as a kid, like, on HBO, because my parents got HBO. And I guess Home Box Office was the introduction for me to the real world, I guess. The one that really exists. This fictional plane of existence, but uh, that movie I remember like two things: one, that Dolly Parton seemed to be a very nice person, and that Bert had a wonderful mustache. <laughs> a magnificent men, mustache. All men should be reveled by their mustaches. <laughs> I'm glad I got that line right. And pluralized mustache here on the Bobcast. Well done.
1: Well
0: done. Um, like. That's interesting because like, you know, you definitely have their spirit on stage, but I also sense a little bit of punk rock coming from you, you know, like deep down at the core of you is like Mm. this, uh, you know, this little bit of. I just
1: want to jump around and dance Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, I don't know. I guess I assume that every like girl does want to just jump around and dance. And then I think
0: everybody does, but they just need to be pushed to do it.
1: Right. You know, right. Or, or pushed not to do it or told that they can't do it. Yeah, why is that? In why my is case, so, mm-hmm. When you tell me I can't, um, that's like, I'm going to do it. Oh, that's it. the
0: worst when somebody tells you you can't do it.
1: Now I have to.
0: Can't see it here.
1: You know, <laughs> can't it's like, yeah.
0: Dude, Forrest. Tyken. We watched Castaway last night.
1: Wilson.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, so, you know, last night, I was feeling it, okay? And seeing Wilson lost at sea in a while. And, um,. <laughs> I was pretty emotional about that because...
1: Did you need a tissue? I definitely... No, nah,
0: I, I just... Like, I like when I, like I cry where it's like a well in the eye. It like oh, goes you well, get to like, like the, the outside. little crocodile Yeah, like the outside, you yeah. know? Like, infused with, like, the THC. It's like, boom, you know? But, um, yeah, so, like, that's... That, when I was, like, thinking about questions tonight, I never thought that you would say Dolly Parton and Whitney because that's definitely what I see now is, like, you, you are walk, using that stage like somebody would straight out of the bodyguard or, you know.
1: Because it's a show. It's a yeah, fucking it's a show, show right? right? So and many the-
0: bands get up there and they just stand there.
1: Yeah. What are you doing? It's boring. What are you doing? I get bored.
0: What's the dude's name in your band? It's got that glorious hair.
1: Oh, so, oh, that's Joey DiTullio.
0: Yo, is that Natural.
1: Yes, 100% natural.
0: Could we devote a little bit of time to talking about that hair because I've never <laughs> seen anything like that in the 19428. I'd like to get him on the show
1: He well we're gonna have to hook that up. Yes the hair is an entity of its own um, not only on stage but in the real world. Mm-hmm. I've been in many instances hanging out with him and like just people will come up to him and be like
0: Can I get is a that picture? real? Oh really Is
1: that real? That's beautiful hair you know it's got it's, what is he it's got a life of its own. He's all, you know, he always explains to them. And you know, my, my mama gave it to me. It's real, it's yeah. not store-bought or anything or permed.
0: That's good, he owns it too and he's a good guitar he player. He does. He, he matches is, your style. He
1: is a precious man. He is mm-hmm. one of my one of my best friends. He's also my producer oh, and, my, okay. and, and my engineer. And he mm-hmm. he pretty much puts together my songs. I write them in my head. I don't play guitar. Nice.
0: So I'm so, of the same kin. Okay. I'm an artist, not a musician. Somebody's <laughs> like, yo, Bob, you want to jam? I get cold sweats. I'm like, ah, I don't know about jamming, man. I don't know about no one, four, five. Okay. Can we go <laughs> do something else? But I get that. It's good to have somebody who's mm-hmm. mu- like a classic musician. Mm-hmm. Judah Kim in the band that I was just in was like that. He was a, a fantastic, you know, song structure writer. And I'm just like, I'll apply my thing to what you you write for me. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. You know, but that's cool, man. I want to get him on the show sometimes because that dude—that dude's in a lot of projects, right?
1: He is. He's amazing, and he has projects of his own that are quite amazing. And you know, he's got a studio in his basement, which that's is where you guys do your stuff, which is where we record. And like the first couple of songs he recorded for me ended up, you know, being played on uh, Little Steven's Underground. Yeah, that's cool. On Sirius. You know what yeah. I mean? He's—he knows how to—he knows how to do it. He's got a gift, not only on stage, but. But in the studio, so and he just makes it easy.
0: Yeah, it's good when you work with somebody, it makes it easy.
1: I'm like, Hey, Joey, and then he's like, That's and great, that's perfect.
0: So, what was the like the first band that y- you ever were in?
1: This one, this I mean, one. I sung backup vocals in uh John Faye and those Medlin Kids, yeah. mm-hmm. but this is.
0: Do we play a show together? I think the Downtown Harvest played a show with the Meddling Kids. Maybe it was when Ike was on its way out. No. I played the show where Brett Talley had the the Heath Ledger Joker shirt. Uh, you know what I'm talking about?
1: I that was I think that was before. Yeah. I was hanging around. I,
0: I was really uh, fortunate to be uh, in the presence of uh, those guys. You know, uh, especially uh, Icy J. First time I <laughs> met him up at the Ardmore <laughs> Music Hall. You know and i was like my name is bob B. he's like i'm icj <laughs> never forget that bro i'm waiting on that book can't wait but yeah that's interesting did that, um because i so you were in band in school
1: i was that's what that would be my first band was you know orchestra
0: mm-hmm. would you play
1: clarinet do you still play it i don't have one but i could yeah Saxophone. That's an as well. interesting answer.
0: I don't have one, but I could. Mm-hmm. Not many too too many different things you could say, but you know, with musical instruments.
1: I played clarinet for like fifteen years. Oh wow! I still play the recorder. I have a couple oh, recorders. recorders are My around. son's
0: got some. Yeah, <laughs> it's great when you hear like the same note over and over and over <laughs> and over and over. You know,
1: teaching Mary had a little lamb.
0: And no, he plays drums. Nice. He's a little drummer.
1: My son plays drums as well.
0: Hey, how old's your son? Twelve. What's his name? Chase, nice. What's up, Chase? Hi. Hey. Um, I used to teach uh fourth grade, so he's like, what going to sixth grade? About? He'll
1: be going into seventh grade.
0: Okay, cool. Um, that's a good, fun time, it is like right before you know, <laughs> before all, they're like, oh, well, they I just win. completely ch- you, you, every boy changes. You know, I think we were talking about this last week. It's very interesting, too. And I'll ask the female perspective on this w- why did God, whoever created us, be like, yo you only get maybe 12 13 years of pure innocence before it all goes away. Why can't we have like 22, you know? Like it don't, you hit, don't work like that. Oh my god, it'd be it'd be so great if i could just be like not not doing this one and just go to 23 years old and never become a man. I think girls would i mean like
1: that was the most awkward age for me. It
0: is, but what if you never hit it? I'm saying, like it, you never hit puberty, you just were a child for a longer period of time in your life. So, like your whole life, you don't you know think that, you
1: would get restless uh, in some I way? See, I don't.
0: Maybe now because of technology. But if I could have extended, like if I could have been born in seventy instead of not eighty and been a kid for twenty years, it'd have been the best.
1: And I feel like the I feel like the uh, technology mm-hmm. these days actually makes it shorter. Pop- yeah like even shorter than it was you know yeah I mean? it really does access to so much information could you imagine that age having that much access to things yeah it's really, uh, that's the to? worst
0: right like in <laughs> like no, pa- like parents who don't know how to put restrictions like on their phones or tablet devices it's just a mess and it gets like so cumbersome for uh the future because the technology is just going to get more and more and more crazy you know and you know we're just gonna have to watch it, you know. But I'm gonna I'm glad put on
1: my tinfoil hat real quick. Yeah, right.
0: Signs. <laughs> I believe in signs. I've been looking for aliens for 39 years. Oh my God. Never seen concrete proof. I might have seen something once at Dunkin' Donuts and Plymouth Meeting that somebody else at the 309 Cinema saw, but it was just this green flash. I have no idea if it's real. But I mean I am somebody who'd be interested in that. I'd be like, Okay, can you so show me I've seen
1: I've seen some suspect things yeah. but I always chalked it up too. So I grew up um in Cumberland County, New Jersey, but right on the Delaware Bay okay that so,
0: sounds scary is it
1: scary you gonna scare me <laughs> um i'm not gonna i loved it all right go tell was, but we had like 17 acres half of it was marsh but it w- we would go down to the delaware bay to hang out at night and you know smoke joints and such or mm-hmm. just i don't know be free on the beach because it was very private but we would be sitting there and you would hear what i know now is drones oh, but wow. a- right across the bay was dover air force base so I always chalked it up to them doing some kind of mm, wow. training or something because they—I know they did that in the past with airplanes, but yeah, that's what I always chalked it up to was the was the government.
0: Yeah, it's such a boring answer. You know, I don't want it to be the government, but I don't—you know—I don't understand why <sighs> they wouldn't contact us. You know, why can't I don't we, really you know?
1: want—I don't know if I'm—I want that kind of knowledge. Yeah, but what if
0: they were like cool to hang out with? You know what What if if, what if is the every time we think about these guys that's what
1: gets me is the what if yeah it is but what if they just want to eat your brain
0: yeah like Mars attacks what Um, if
1: you're like a what if you're like a delicacy they come from and they're gonna like or
0: it. what if they just wanna like sit and watch TV and smoke a joint with you that would be really nice you know everyone paints them so badly what if they're just like
1: do you want us over here or what what if they have a cooler way to ingest <laughs> marijuana yeah <laughs> what could, if
0: oh my god they you came. could like
1: spray each other with like these no, laser rays and then they are instantly forget the light, <laughs> just
0: touch you could just walk up to somebody and be like here's <laughs> 80 80 <laughs> CBD 20 <laughs> THC <laughs> on your fingertips <laughs> And that's it. You're just in. But no, they're always painting in a bad picture, and I'm gonna stop that on the bobcast. Let's paint them the correct way as our friends. It'd be nice. I mean, alien, sour alien. What's it? Sour alien. Sour alien. (laughs) Sour alien. OG Kush. They invented that.
1: That's right. That's what they planted. They brought that. They They
0: came down real quick. They're like, look, we've only got a little bit of time here. We're gonna have to put this here, here, and here, and everybody's gonna grow it then. But yeah.
1: Or what they a, flicked their roots out of the UFO in the Southeast Asia. Oh my God! Yeah,
0: and it was just like an accident. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> oh my God! But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's possible. But I mean, like that—ghosts. What's your stance on ghosts?
1: I mean. Seen one. I've never seen. I've only felt.
0: I seen one, and I—I'm tired of like uh, hiding in the dark about it. Okay, I saw one. At the school, I believe you. Historical problem. I've never told anybody. Bobcast listeners never heard this before. Cheer. I work at the school up here on Butler Pike. It's a historical Quaker building. I worked there for a few years. And my last year, as I was like, letting the kids into the classroom, you know, they were trickling in. We have two bathrooms. We had one in the classroom. We have one in the hallway. And the one in the hallway was for faculty, but sometimes kids would use it if it got too busy, right? So it's like 7.55 a.m. And my mind's not working yet, you know? Coffee's starting to, you know, simmer. And, like, I'm getting the kids in. And I open the bathroom door. And as I open the bathroom door against the wall, with her hand reaching towards the paper towels, was this this little girl. And her hair was, like, bluish and, like, sweaty. And she had, like, one of those old-fashioned colonial gear things on. And immediately when I saw this, I was like, Oh, excuse me. And then... Literally, it froze, Th- thought to myself, what the fuck just, and I looked, not there. And I couldn't be like to the first graders like, hey, you know, um, I just saw a ghost in the fucking bathroom. You know, but uh, I did tell some of the coworkers and then it spread later to other faculty members and then somebody from pre-K said, Bob, come to the classroom, i to show you something. It was a drawing from one of the students in pre-K. Of the girl I saw in the bathroom, and she said that she saw him there. So now, okay, I brought two things into the fold now: aliens and ghosts. And ghosts. I've seen one, but not the other. So what does that make me? Insane or closer to the truth? I think that like uh, ghosts are just they're like residual like memories that don't go away. Exactly. And they're Energy. not even they're not even harmful. They're just there, and like they're like this is like crack of the dimension you can see sometimes
1: it's almost like they're stuck in a repetitious yeah uh energy being
0: and like yeah they can't get out of that loop
1: especially if something traumatic happened then. so it did it's what i I, 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 what I
0: researched it, it and I, well i didn't research it somebody the you know i asked around and somebody told me that when they were building the wall that school was built in 1780 but then when they built a wall in like 1797 around the facility and the wall fell on a girl that was playing and i think that that's the girl that i saw and um um, yeah it definitely changed me it changed me you know it was weird too like i waited my whole life to see a ghost but i didn't see a ghost until i was a father and it was the weirdest thing you know because you when you think about it when you're a kid you think like oh shit it's ghosts no, nah, not when you're an adult and you have responsibilities. You're like, wait a minute.
1: Now it's one more thing that you have to protect exactly. your child oh against. One more possibility. And that possibility in and of itself is already mind-blowing to yourself. Now you have to <laughs> yeah, exactly. protect the people you love from it. And you can't.
0: It's an enormous responsibility. But, I mean, you? my son likes the uh, the Ghostbusters uh, female version. Have you ever seen it? I haven't. My God, he puts he's a
1: Ghostbusters, Dad.
0: <laughs> and uh, I've seen it now maybe five times And I'm starting I'm to really enjoy it uh, but, I've um, seen it five times <laughs> In hindsight too Sometimes like You know the worst thing too about technology as a parent Like when you have like a young Three year old Like you ha- you have no choice in certain situations To hand them the phone Busy file. To watch Blippy. Do you know who Blippy is? <laughs> Everybody google Blippy right now Okay <laughs> And listen to his voice <laughs> and then imagine trying to go to bed at night. Is you know it,
1: what I mean? Is it like.
0: I only let him listen to Blippy in situations like if I gotta go to the bank to handle something and he's like, no, Dad,
1: I wanna go. <laughs> and Wait, I'm like, buddy, I gotta use math. Blippy is the big guns. And as soon as I say, you wanna watch Blippy? He's like, yes, Dad. Oh, Here my. I
0: am. And it's so <laughs> bad that I do it. And I, I'm confessing that I am part of that um, digital guilty. babysitting world that's out
1: there. <laughs> We're all guilty
0: but um yeah he likes ghosts and he's very curious about it and uh we were watching castaway last night like i said like 20 minutes ago and um i i came in from the back room and they were watching the scene where tom hanks is uh, pulling albert's body into the the early grave you know and like my son's watching it and, he, and like tyler's like D- dead and i'm like <laughs> oh man what do we do? does he have to know this right now you know hence my Case in point, let uh, adolescence and childhood last 22 years. Change it, it up. Change it up, God. But or s- send the aliens and allow them to make this happen. Because then we're talking. You know, we've got something something serious going on with these guys. <laughs> but um,
1: Let's make a deal.
0: What, what,
1: what was it that uh, we smoked? Oh, it was blueberry headband and sour blueberry. Yeah, this this is uh, the fruit salad.
0: I I'm gonna have to listen back to this playback because uh some of the stuff we've come up with so far <laughs> is uh definitely I guess you can't achieve this kind of level of thinking under you know, unmedicated um, circumstances. <laughs> How long have you had your card?
1: Um since since May of last year, actually. Nice. I up. think
0: I'm only like three months into it. And uh, my life has changed
1: mm-hmm. You know It's a lot of uh, It's a lot of uh, Trial and error In the beginning That it is Especially with the products That are available
0: The whole process of getting The the card here in Pennsylvania You know You have to have 17 pre-existing conditions To qualify One of the 17 One of the 17 Yeah
1: You don't have to have All Did I, 17. Did I
0: say 17? All
1: 17 <laughs> conditions. Can you imagine It should be like
0: Two people in the lobby To get in <laughs> there'd be no lollipops there'd be no coffee uh, Alira Healthcare has lollipops and coffee really? I'm not sure for like new patients but sometimes I go over there and get myself a cup of coffee oh. Alira yeah. if you're listening to this <laughs> let me know okay? Suggestion box. but I do enjoy uh, you know getting the card for me was something uh, that I've been trying to do for a long time uh like I said, you know, I worked in education and uh it was always frowned upon. But for me, I find that cannabis makes me into a, a better person and a more thoughtful person.
1: A more patient person. Oh my god. A yeah. more motivated person. A more creative person. Mm-hmm. A more tolerant person. A more, toler- <laughs> a more tolerable person. And it's also <laughs> like
0: sometimes like marijuana excuse you know, marijuana is a name that was given to it to take away from its uh Dexterity of just calling it cannabis. Are you aware about that? Exactly. I like I remember, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I mean, like, it's weird how there's different names for it. You know, weed. You know, mm-hmm. and like when we grew up in the '80s, it was presented as this is the gateway to the end of your life. <laughs> You're gonna be in the alley with Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg,
1: right, and suckin just doing for...
0: you sucking dick for H. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't that way for me, and uh, for the longest time, I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed because uh, it's what made me feel whole. And when I take my medication, ingest the cannabis, it also serves as like almost like a inner shrink for me. It can tell me everything I've done wrong immediately, make me reflect on it, mm-hmm. and then make immediately, me, Yeah, and then course change it, or at least offer up an apology to it myself, but to the person that I had done it to or, you know. Something like that, you know. And uh I I never felt that way drinking. When I drank, um I would always That's a mask. Drinking is like a mask. It's a mask, yeah. And uh you know, in the beginning it was fun and then as I got into my thirties I just didn't enjoy it at all. And I went long stretches where I didn't drink at all. And it was met with lots of optimism by people like, Come on, "Um, We have a drink one
1: beer just one and I'm just like
0: Dude, you don't understand, man. Okay, I don't want to wake up feeling like shit.
1: Yeah, it takes me like longer to recover. It takes
0: me two days now from a if get I drunk. get properly, properly drunk. Two days, and I'm not kidding. But with cannabis, it was always like you know, it made me into a better person. But I was always so scared to uh, be known. And now in 2019, uh, you know, I have myself a card. Everything is going well for me. You know, I am of clear mind. I am relaxed and i feel great and i'm uh happy to to talk to other people who enjoy it you know mm-hmm. and there's like there's like you know i lived out in los angeles in 2004 and there was just a green cross like it, you would <laughs> see you would drive by it and be like oh my god there's no way that that exists <laughs> Is and that sh- real? it did you know and then I never thought it would ever come here. But well, it took right. long enough, I'm, I guess.
1: And I working in a cannabis dispensary, it's like I pinch myself. Yeah,
0: which is amazing there's, by the way. I
1: like there's times where like I'm walking and and like I'll get a whiff of, oh, re, of really, marijuana, really, yeah. you know, and I'll be like, Oh no, is that me? But yeah, then right? I'm like, Oh, that's where oh, I Oh, work. that's
0: great, Sarah. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, that is a great like, way to look oh, at oh, it. Oh,
1: it's you know, and it's so in in pennsylvania we're all patients you have to have a medical yes. marijuana and like the diagnosis and everything so like the amount of people that we get in that like you know are recreational users is fine but like we see like the ages it is really surprising to me it's mostly like older americans yeah you know people in uh who know their cannabis seniors yeah there's this lady or, that, or don't and have never tried oh, yeah. it and they're mm-hmm. like you know oh my
0: god this works on my bunion oh my god this works on my busted of ass knee pharmaceutical
1: medication that exactly. they've been dependent on for years like there's a lot of cool things happening.
0: the THC pain relief is that Cresco
1: oh the extra strength yeah the extra mm-hmm. strength With okay. the cream so, uh, right the cream mm-hmm. yeah
0: um I applied that on my left knee I messed up when I was a kid and it tingles at first and then literally what it does is it, the cannabinoids in this lotion mm-hmm. okay have a direct like reaction to like your skin mm-hmm. and it, it, it naturally like alleviates the pain it's not mm-hmm. like some sort of like Bengay you know arthritis cream thing this actually has some sort of scientific value to it and I think that's the reason it's been in the shadows for a hundred years
1: and that's one of the to me so I've always made like a, a lotion on mm-hmm. you know like on the black market and then I do still sell it I'm not ashamed to say <laughs> that but like um It is a way to kind of break away the stigma because Mm -hmm. people who have never, ever used or even judged like cannabis, they put it on their skin for localized pain relief. Like it doesn't make you any, there's no psychoactive effects, but it works works. and they can't deny it. And they're like, oh, well maybe it can't be that bad. And I've used that as like a little bridge to like... You know, yeah. come, come to our side. Yeah, come to, to the green side. To apply
0: butter on the dinner roll, <laughs> you know, to put that level of service where they just can't refuse it. But I mean, the thing that you're exactly correct. It has to be. It has to be known that it's not some sort of gateway drug to you know a lifelong. We
1: you know, have a system in our body yeah. that is made to receive these chemicals, the mm-hmm. endocannabinoid system. Yeah, and it's made up of a couple receptors that like all of these cannabinoids that are in these strains that we sell, I mean yeah. that's what it does is it processes it. And the whole the whole point of this system is to bring your being to homeostasis. Chemically exactly. and, and all that. So
0: That's how I feel right now. I feel like I'm in homeostasis. I completely <laughs> feel you know, blueberry headband. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I really seldomly talk about cannabis here on the podcast, but I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Blueberry headband, the first time I was aware of what it was when I was ingesting it, because, you know, before, I had no idea what was coming my way, but to know exactly what it is mm-hmm. and to replicate that type of uh, you know, state that I can get myself into. That is, is, it works for me so well. It's the hybrid of all hybrids. It's a little bit of sativa. It's a little bit of indica. It's a nice balance. And you can actually hybrid. feel on your head. I said this to my wife. She's like, you're crazy, Bob. You've <laughs> you've lost it. I was like, I feel like I got a headband on. Okay, I really do.
1: It might be the myrcene. Oh, yeah, it could be.
0: Tell me about that.
1: Well, myrcene is one of the uh, muscle relaxer terpenes. Mm-hmm. It's an antispasmodic. That's one of my favorite, which what's is the,
0: why. My you know, I was gonna bring my book and I forgot. But <laughs> what's the one it's spelled? L I N O O something else? Oh,
1: linalool. Yeah, yeah. What's that it's, one do? It's um That's me, I think. It's the active terpene and lavender.
0: Yeah. See, I love uh lavender uh what do I do at home? God, I got dad brain right now. Which is an excuse <laughs> for just going completely blank. Yeah. With um,
1: the essential oil? Yeah, essential oils, yes. thank you. Yeah. I enjoy that. I do like lavender. Do you have a water pipe at home?
0: I used to. Oh, I was going to say you could
1: put a drop of lavender in the water. Oh, that'd be a good idea. And when you take a hit, it, you could. I used
0: to have them, but, you know, the problems with them is they're just a pain in the ass. Especially
1: when you have youngers. Yeah, littles. yeah,
0: yeah. So everything now is just kind of like uh, CO2 or distillate or, you know, mm-hmm. the occasional flower on the, you know, the weekend or something like that. Exactly. Or, 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 or That's turned really into my glass it. of wine.
1: Yeah. Is the, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like rolling yeah. up a, a joint exactly yeah the joint that i vaporize
0: yeah yeah i vaporize okay i mean like first off the laws are so ridiculous no, okay. i smoke a joint just today joint. in denver they decriminalize mushrooms psilocybin they didn't legalize mushrooms. Yes. so they didn't legalize it but they decriminalize it so it means mm-hmm. that you can get caught with that shit and they'll be like ah whatever They're man not hey man anybody. have a great trip man hey mm. you know but uh <laughs> the fact that we exist in a world like that where you can take psilocybin Oh, my God, because you know but what? Then I, in,
1: but then in the same country, like, let's mm-hmm. say Louisiana, there's people still going to prison for marijuana yeah. for, like, years. In some countries, too, I believe that you
0: can get, like, you know. In uh, the same yeah. country
1: that we're living in.
0: It's a mess. It's a real it mess. It is a
1: mess. And that's, you know, that's the most frustrating part of all of this.
0: It is very frustrating that um, I think that. Switzerland did it once where they just legalized everything and got everybody the help they needed. And then everybody got clean straight. They're like, you know, because
1: it cuts out a lot of the black market crap.
0: People like, you know, uh, going to free needle clinics. It's just it's crazy what how the world revolves around this stuff. But I mean, if cannabis was available first instead of these harsh drugs, perhaps then they'd be able to stay in a state where they could, you know, get over. Like, whatever they're going through. And, you know, like, PTSD. I mean, PTSD, there's so many different variations of this, you know? Mm-hmm. You could have something bad happen to you. Uh, in my case in point, I got into a few accidents. Um, I lost a tooth in fourth grade, and I was 10 years old, and it, it affected me. Mm-hmm. I can't even go to the dentist without having, like, a straight panic attack, okay? Mm-hmm. The dentist, to me, is, like, going into the seventh seal of hell, and Willy Wonka's there, and he's like, Yo, Bob! <laughs> And it's funny because my uh dentist doctor uh what's his name? Dr. Rogan? Seth Rogan? No <laughs> Dr. Rosen, excuse me, not Seth Rogan. Dr. Okay. Rosen here in uh Country Honken, PA. He actually looks like Willy Wonka. And if you have him as a dentist, please let me know. But um He
1: looks like uh what's his name? Gina. Gene Gene ha-
0: not Hackman. Gene Wilder.
1: Gene Wilder. I was gonna say Hackman. <laughs> Whatever happened like, to no, Hackman. Oh he retired,
0: right? I think he's he's done, but he was a great actor. That mm-hmm. voice of his was awesome. But yeah, um, if cannabis could have been of an op- an option for people, maybe they they would be able to seek help that they needed a long, long time ago. And you that's know?
1: what my like personal part of it is: is that you know, it, with with having certain diagnoses, especially you know like PTSD and you know other things that come of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if cannabis was one of the first options that I could have tried, I feel like I wouldn't have had so, met- so much like, trouble. Do oh you know my what I mean? Yeah. Like, just it was like in the, in the, in when I was a teenager, it was like they just gave you drugs. They gave you like yeah. sh- antidepressants or this still or that. And they're like, well, let's yeah. try this one or let's try this one. Terrible. And it just sent me on a roller coaster that I, that I, I'm just now like getting off of. Do mm. you know what well, I mean? Good for you. Like in the past couple of years. So That's it's good.
0: Well, it's good that you know uh you're you're aware of like what this this wonder i mean like the fact that it's something that grows in the earth for god's sake you know you hear that back And it creates jobs it creates
1: revenue it creates everything you, know you I mean? need in life
0: you could produce food butter you know what i mean everything can come from this but i'm glad to be a part of it at the forefront and i'm glad i got my card because it's like i've met so many people and had conversations with people in the lobbies or in the you know the actual you know setting and they're, they're great, you know? Mm. People you would never expect. Like you were saying, like older people. Like I chat with lots of Everybody. senior citizens. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's so surprising. This
0: one it's... lady at my uh, dispensary, she she she's like, and I'll take a gram of this, <laughs> and I'll take a gram of this, and this white
1: widow, and this, and this, and this, and
0: And just like, What's she's got like grams, like just stats, <laughs> you know? And that's the, the amazing thing too, is like you, you can find the right medication for you at leisure too because it's all going to do the same thing in general is like the two two different types of marijuana now are becoming more popularized so people understand i guess it's kind i mean the way you could explain it to the you know it's like not regular tobacco and menthol it's do you want to be energized or you want to be chill
1: or do you want to be in the middle
0: you got three things what types of things do you like in life
1: and the other part is is like everybody's chemistry is a little different so something Mm -hmm. that might Work one way for me might not work exactly. another way for I've somebody else. So it's like basically we're like helping guide people the right f- way. Exactly, yeah. it's all about like keeping track of what you use, and I don't. It's because a lot of these, a lot of these uh, illnesses, you don't medicate the same way every day. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's a good a, point. It,
0: yeah, the variations of what you're going through.
1: With a lot of things, it's like, and that's what I try to encourage and empower like the patients that I see is that, you know, you have to do what works for you mm-hmm. and you have to listen to yourself and, and those kinds of things. But I don't know. We all have this great thing. We can go in and get the strains, but like this state really needs to decriminalize.
0: Yeah, without state. doubt. And New Jersey Federally, now,
1: they need to decriminalize so mm-hmm. can stop. Arresting people. Yeah, of course especially it's certainly marginalized people. It's the way it's always been. And we're yeah. making a lot of money off of something that a lot of people are still in jail for. Sorry, I had to go No, we talked about this. I had before. to go there at least once. I've
0: talked about um um episode with J. G. Demon and a few back. We talked about Bill Clinton, how he incarcerated all the African Americans in the beginning of the nineties for like small drug violations and now you got like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West straight saving people, which I love seeing that in the news, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they kind of, like I saw a picture of Kanye and Kim in the like this in this dude's house that's been in jail for twenty years with his family. I'm like, that's cool, you know? Kanye is crazy as hell, but he still does shit like that. So good on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Getting people out of jail, like I can't imagine the amount of Irish fucking
1: rage I would have
0: <laughs> for going to jail for something I didn't do.
1: Exactly. You know? And it happens all the time.
0: It'd be the worst. It happens all the time. You know? And it's-
1: fucked up because it's kind of like medical care in this country if you don't have money mm-hmm. then it's basically a luxury you know what I mean
0: so yeah the Pennsylvania laws uh, you know state law and federal law they're two different things which is insane if you mm-hmm. explain that to a seven year old they'd be like what
1: yeah it's really the hell did you just say
0: no way you know and like it doesn't make any sense and that's when I was living in Los Angeles 2004 that's what was going on the green crosses were getting raided by the feds mm-hmm. feds were clearing out all the cannabis and then they were like sorry and then like the stores would just reload and then resell and then get raided again and just take the loss which is insane which gives me a really good idea that would be a fucking killer movie wouldn't it it would that'd be killer it would we'll start tonight. <laughs> But, um, yeah, there's no edibles right now in Pennsylvania. How do you feel about that? Well, so
1: there's not edibles and there's not candy, stuff like that, well, like if that's what you're talking about. Because yes, you know the children, Yeah. Um, which is understandable. But we have plenty of products that can be used in the same manner. You just have to either put a little elbow grease in. Mm-hmm. But most of the stuff is already, like, pre-done for you like the we have like i don't know if you've ever seen like the syringes distillate syringes Mm -hmm. so those are already activated you could you know ingest them orally yes and then um the rso that's an edible substance um the buddha it's yeah it's Um, the sticky green tar like substance I, i
0: have i have tried um some of uh you know as the kids call it dabs <laughs> and uh you know anytime i did it it was great but you know when oh, these you...
1: aren't smokables, these are actually like syringes that are are activated for, oh yeah i've like, done that too oral oral as well. consumption
0: i've done that as well and they're um no
1: dabbing rso kids okay. yeah it's terrible don't it's, terrible. it's not, don't it, that. that's not what you do
0: and this is from somebody do you want to plug your shop are you allowed to plug your shop
1: oh, oh. yeah uh i work at restore integrative wellness center and that's in elkins park uh pennsylvania if you
0: got a card come get some scientific yeah. advice
1: if you have your medical marijuana card come on in yeah, we everybody. give really good discounts
0: yeah it's really <laughs> we it's do. really good it,
1: the seniors get a discount if you're on uh, Social Security or um, actually the SNAP program. It's 15% off of every order. Oh, wow. And um, veterans. Veterans get 20% of, off every order.
0: That's the best, you know. If you get, if you get like, PTSD from a war or something like that, get yourself some medical marijuana. It's going to make everything at least better. or You can find your way to becoming better and not take pharmaceutical drugs because, mm-hmm. you know. I, I was prescribed uh, Alprazam for the longest time. Yeah. I had a uh, travel, I think, to Mexico uh, for a vacation, and for some reason I was just straight bugging. As I mentioned, accidents. I was in several when I was a teenager. messed up my knee, and I was just like straight panicking. I was like, I can't bring my, you know, I can't bring my illegal cannabis at home. Mm-hmm. I can't bring my stuff. I'm a mess. I'm moody, and then you know they put me on uh, Xanax. And, uh, you know, I took that for like a maybe like two, three year period where anytime that I would have like some sort of like panic attack that's coming my way or I felt like I was going to have one, I would take like a half. I would never like take a whole. Sometimes I would. I'm not going to fucking lie. But, you know, what? it sucked because I didn't know what it was doing to me. It was like a fake type of happiness. It was like this. Yeah, I don't feel anything right now. Nothing. Just blank. And it's just like know?
1: putting the blanket over the fire, but there's still the mess underneath Yeah. once it's out. Do you know what I mean?
0: Totally, without doubt. Yeah, and um, the cool thing was, though, I got to have the same doctor, uh, you know, give me the recommendation. Because you have to have your family doctor, um, you know, release your medical records stating that you have one of the 17, not all 17.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of uh. the seventeen.
0: <laughs> Some stand up like <laughs> sick version of uh like a comedy skit like you see somebody that awesome. Yeah, it's terrible. But uh oh, we shouldn't oh joke about God. that. We shouldn't joke. But oh. sometimes your mind goes there when the sour OG alien cush people come to get you. But um you know damn, I lost my last thought. That's
1: the only way I can deal with the dark side is through laughter.
0: Ah, uh, totally. You gotta <laughs> be nuts you know. You have to be fucking crazy. And that that's the one thing about cannabis that I love is that uh, like all uh, this I've been in six bands, I've written uh, seven screenplays, I got a degree, I got a magna cum laude degree, okay, from Temple University, and I am a proud cannabis.
1: That's right. We smoke cannabis and we're good people. Yeah, that's basic. You know, that's the bottom line.
0: That message for the longest time that we were a bunch of you know eggs frying up in the pan. Oh right. Is over. That commercial,
1: that commercial never made sense to me like this is your brain this is your brain on drugs like I'd like to eat that egg I do have questions yeah right i I like breakfast I have lots of questions actually
0: and then like the commercial (sighs) that I most remember and I recently watched it (laughs) not too long ago is uh you know like when the dad comes in the room and the kids roll on a joint he's like what are you doing and the kid's like i learned it from watching you I learned by watching you so i do thing, remember so that being an older person now and looking back at this video the interesting thing to me was not the pot and not the dad yelling or his really weird fucking mustache but was the <laughs> items that were in the room okay and the items that were in the room were like an amp a guitar do you see where i'm going with this yes <laughs> okay so i'm looking a little bit deeper into this commercial that affected so many people and it basically says if you play guitar, you're going to smoke pot.
1: There you are.
0: That was probably, what, 1986. So that was superimposed into my mind from age six to age, I guess, 15 was the first time I I smoked. Uh, yeah, 15, I think. I smoked. And uh, the basement of um, this guy's, my best friend Drew had these na- neighbors and they were straight up Buddhist, like hippies. And their kids' names were Zen and Opa. And we smoked in their little basement. Cha- it actually had like, you see this like uh, archway type thing here? Mm-hmm. It had like an entrance like that into this basement room where there's like all these musical instruments. Nice. Okay. So the commercial <laughs> fucking worked, man. The, the campus and the musical instruments brought me together. Mm-hmm. Whew, man. that's see, So you learned is, by is,
1: watching it.
0: Yeah, and I'm just really, I'm coming circle. to this understanding here tonight. And this is why I love the Bobcast, because it's like therapy for me. I haven't really thought of that ever. There was instruments the first time I got high, and there was a digital delay reverb pedal.
1: Oh my God. And for God. the musicians
0: out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's the uh, the boss level one, the gray one, where you can fuck with the, you know, the channel settings and get like, you know, some crazy shit. So I was immediately hooked. You know, I was immediately like, please, God, let me feel this way every day. <laughs> I just want to create. I just want to talk. I want to write. You know, it was like this like whole other right side of my mind. Like it just I had opened up this other doorway, you know, and that's why, you know, I think that some people need that. I agree. You know, because they've and, never had it.
1: And on the other side of that, some people don't. <laughs> there are some people yeah. who it just does not. No, it's like, oh my God, well the, the devil, the smoke is so weird. Like, I don't know. They'll get high once and you're like, this is not for you. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Well, the, the, you know what happens is they, they do it for the first time and they do it without the proper guidance of somebody. It's somebody It's like almost hazing them. Sometimes. You know? And so that's, no that's not nice. It. That
1: no is not nice. That know? is not a, not a nice thing to do to people. No, it's
0: not. Have you ever seen somebody take too much? Uh, well, we're illegally speaking now because you can't ingest an edible, but we'll just call it, you know. Ingesting something a little bit too strong for them.
1: Oh, you and can ingest reaction? edibles because you're allowed to buy the product, make an edible. Oh, in I your see. Own I didn't home. know that. You're, allowed to, that? It, yes, oh, you're allowed to do that? Yes, but you're allowed to do it in your own home. You Have know you, know you I ever mean? made a firecracker? What's that? Okay. Oh, go. is that like graham cracker and, and hash and you put it in the microwave? No, no, no. Or no you're you're kind of close. Okay. you kind of
0: close. <laughs> There's a little bit of cracker in there, though. Oh, okay, <laughs> so what you need is this, okay? And uh, I only recommend this for medical marijuana users out there. I do really nobody out there that doesn't have a card and is a patient. I want you to just stop this podcast, okay? <laughs> don't listen, okay? So what you want to do is you want to get two unsalted crackers and make sure they're unsalted, okay? Because you're gonna bake these things later, and when you bake them, you want the slow bake. And the salt sometimes speeds up the process, okay? Now you're gonna get Nutella, and Sarah, you're a biologist, so you'll love this. Nutella also has um, a chemical molecule that naturally attaches itself to the THC of the plant. You can look it up on the internet. Yeah. It's called a firecracker. It's the, you the, made fat, it?
1: the fats in the, in the, fats in the, the Nutella. It's, so, that's you what just, t- so that's what all cannabinoids are, are mm-hmm. lipid loving, yeah. which means they attach themselves to it.
0: And it's amazing, like, uh, if, if you get the right, you know, a little micro-dose, you know, when I say micro-dose, like, not too much weed, just sprinkle that on there, you know? Remember,
1: you start low and slow, because and the slow. more you eat, you can't undo it.
0: You can't undo, yeah, can no undo it. Yeah, there's no control Z, there's it, no, none of that. That's why
1: you have to eat a little and see.
0: I know, and right? And
1: then eat a little more,
0: if you care, yeah. but see, not. <laughs> some people don't like it, I actually enjoy it. Uh, I have been on the uh, the spectrum of both ends, mm-hmm. taking too little and chilling out, watching a movie, and then straight out bugging during the Super Bowl when the Seattle <laughs> Seahawks lost at the one yard line. Yeah, that was bad, but I mean that's just because you didn't follow the recipe correctly. It's not the plant's <laughs> fault, you know. It it's happens. not the the cannabis saying, "Hey, fuck you," you know. Like, <laughs> It's your fault because you didn't pay attention. But, Oops. See, I think that it also works for people who don't want to smoke. You know what I mean? Like, if, uh, you know, and, you know, I thought, and this is something else that we should bring up because it is compassionate care. You know, there is nothing more. I feel like a certain uh, way when I'm in the, like, uh, pharmacy or, excuse me, the dispensary, and then, like, I come across, <sighs> you know, somebody who is really sick, somebody who has either cancer or hiv i saw somebody once who was definitely in the in the final stages of Something cancer terminal just yeah. terminal you know and like they came out through the door i held the door for them and like i just had this like one moment with him and you know and he looked like right through me and like you know it was like this like silent exchange of just being like you know thank god for this stuff mm-hmm. because on both sides of the, like the spectrum of life you know it can help you know but because we see like,
1: patients like that too Yeah, you know end of life patients it's, it's, that are just making it through and like finding relief you know yeah, what I mean they're can, not gonna be cured that's the thing but too but finding relief and finding having relief. and having the right to to I don't know I'm gonna say and die die comfortably yeah die doing comfortably die yeah. comfortably and with dignity
0: Mm-hmm. And not in pain and like under the influence of like a fentanyl patch or something like that. And the other thing that uh, we should mention too is like if you are listening to this and you know somebody who is in chronic pain and uh, they do qualify for one of the 17, um, you know, qualifications, you can become the caregiver for them. In other words, you can go and get that for them and bring them back. At least yeah, that is the law, right? It's an application to, process. It's an application process. You have to do
1: fingerprints. Exactly. And you have to do a couple things, but it's a. Uh, And they also have to get certified.
0: Oh, that's good to know. Mm. But, you know, if somebody is in that desperate need of an alternative. But if anybody needs
1: any guidance, you can. See, that's the thing, too, is
0: like a lot of people, like, they'll ask me, like, oh, oh, you got a card, Bob? Uh It's easy to get, right? I'm like, no, took a little bit of work. You got to find the right thing. But then everything evened out where, you know, the the, the application charge had changed. But, I mean, that's always expected because it's like this. Like, climb to the top of the... Ta- you know, everyone's trying to figure out their way with this. So, I think, it, like what you were saying, the answer really is to make it completely legalized, you know? And, you know, uh, for adults. For adults for consumption, you know? And we can make things happen, you know? And, like, I've been reading these articles about uh, uh, younger kids becoming more tolerant of their parents using cannabis.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think because that's Because what's the difference between, like... Them drunk uh, out of their exactly, fucking Exactly. Drinking beers so, at the barbecue, like... Yeah. You know what? Not
0: paying attention to their kid? Let me tell you something, Sarah, okay? I smoke a little bit of this uh, rhythm balance stuff, right? (laughs) I am making believe with my son, like, it is 1983 again. Exactly. And I'm playing with his toys, and we're, like, setting up scenarios, and uh, my phone is, you know, away, and uh, my mind is just focused into his life. I feel like it makes me into a better dad because— It
1: allows you to tap into— frequencies. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Without the ones a doubt. that you need to uh, the ones that you need to. And it's like, mm-hmm. I know that sounds like some hippie shit. And I don't no, care. No, no. Like there I mean, is I because the there's a whole science behind it that I, it can explain, but like in my own experience is that it brings you where you need to be. Oh yeah as we're long all down. as you use it appropriately.
0: I did a paper in uh college for this world religions class on Rastafarianism and uh, you know, I had super long hair, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would wear like Bergen stocks to like um the classes i was a total fucking hippie so like when i got up there like hey, here we go but i knew my shit man did knew the
1: stock about... stink
0: yeah I was, I was you know i was part of that club too uh that stinky Burke, you know with stinky burks me. it was like this like if you took your shoes off you were fucked for the rest of the night everybody knew <laughs> everybody knew that you were that fucking joke in the room and everybody's oh. like no <laughs> but um yeah, that's that's interesting. I forgot about that smell. Thank you for bringing that and back. And patchouli, right? What's the? Uh, there's one that affects like send the smell and stuff like that, right? Too not the linol but the. What does it do? I wish I had my chart, man. I got this uh, great chart that explains every little bit that goes into this cannabis that makes you feel a certain way.
1: Pine. And I've never had that, you know, like education pine or, or I think that's it. Or Oolene. There's, there's so, so many. there's so many
0: cool... I mean, first off, Terrifying. they got great names. It, it sounds like you're, like, you know, from the Planet uh, Avatar. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but
1: scene, um, liming, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mercine. Miracine. But, yeah, I
0: love that that exists and people can, you know, find out more, you know, because it will change your life, you know. You have no choice. You have to surrender to it, you know. <laughs> like, it, it just becomes something... Much better. And, you know, if you like drinking, that's your thing. You like craft brew, great. Okay? I don't want you it to change. It is delicious.
1: It is delicious. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to put a couple back. But. but exactly.
0: Like, don't fret on me. Because I enjoy it a little bit. And you know what's one thing, too, Sarah, that, like, uh, it's hard for me, too? I'm, like, super um, aware of my actions, you know? And, like, when I say, and I have some friends who are in recovery. And if some of my friends are listening to this who are in recovery, I want you to know I'm still I'm still Bob, okay. Mm. I am never going to cross that boundary and make somebody uncomfortable, okay. This is for me. It doesn't work for everybody else, but please be open mind minded to it. Everybody, don't like you know look at it like it's this like beast and this like you know vampire that has to be slayed. And uh, for people who are in recovery, I want you to know too. Like I respect that. I respect your sobriety because I think it's very um, you know. It's worthy of a good life. You've done something right. You know what I'm saying?
1: I have a lot of friends in that twelve-step life.
0: Yeah, so I mean, mm-hmm. like, if that works for you, that's awesome. And you know?
1: family, yeah. I think that
0: I mean I always I always support people, and I wish that I could be be there for them, um, you know, as sponsors. And I understand the program, and the twelve steps. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had uh, several friends die from um, OD and several. This, this fentanyl S- shit Several Killed one of my best friends uh, Brian Letterman in 2013 And uh, you know It fucking sucked man I didn't uh, know how to get over that And uh, I still like struggle with it every day And um, he was the type of person too That you would never think that he would like be Like if he ran out of cigarettes He'd be like Alright tomorrow I'm cool You know I'll get him then." But I know a lot of people like myself Like F- I gotta go get a smoke before I go to bed You know yeah. what I mean When mm-hmm. I used to smoke And like He was a good dude, you know, so I mean like drugs in general, it's just it's I just hate the fact that cannabis, marijuana, weed, pot, whatever you want to call it, got caught up in that when I was growing up because I was embarrassed for a long time. And it's just a, it's a hard thing, you know, like to just walk around uh, scared that a student will see you, uh, you know, enjoying that is, your. that
1: is. It would make me very paranoid. I was very
0: paranoid for a long time, so I recently retired from teaching uh, last year. So. Uh,
1: so you came out of the marijuana, or excuse me, the cannabis closet.
0: I really did, and uh, it really feels nice to uh, to say that. You know, um, I don't have um, any ill feelings towards people who who don't. I mean, uh, I was a. Uh, in this uh this sounds so uh y but it's really not. But
1: <laughs> after
0: your... after I went uh, to I, I belong to the Plymouth uh recreational center, uh, I enjoyed there very much. Uh, the community center, excuse me. They got a pool, they got a sauna, they got a gym. It's it's nice. It's like my middle aged retirement home where I'm the youngest guy there. Nice. All my friends are like, you know, fifties, sixties, you know. There ain't nothing. What wrong up, with squeeze? That. What up. You know who the pool but...
1: crowd is. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Um, Someone it? oh yeah, so like I was, okay, so I I just got into the sauna, I was having a conversation with my friend, we'll call him Mr. X, and Mr. (laughs) X is talking about cannabis and how cannabis is, uh, something he's looking into because I've noticed in the gym that his rehabilitation's really off, and he looks like he's in pain when he's, you know, going to and about the machines, so, um, he he and I start chatting up and then this other dude comes in from the pool and he sits down and we continue our conversation about cannabis and I am so aware from teaching kids when somebody's uncomfortable it's like fuck, I wish God or the fucking sour OG Kush aliens would come and zap that part out of me like that'd be a good vacation for me okay, I don't want to go to shore or Poconos I just want to get zapped of my honestly, awareness honestly,
1: same, yes, I yeah. need a vacation for my own awareness, exactly, it'd
0: be nice That that's the future, that's the fucking future like a Johnny Menom like, you know what I mean? Like total recall type thing. Cause we're close to that. And that would be nice. God, just to have zero, zero, like, re, like, and like it, relaxation, true relaxation, you know? But, um, that's what, that's what I would enjoy. It's just being like, yeah, just turn me off for a little bit. Mute mm-hmm. me. So I don't have to be aware. So mm-hmm. this guy gets really upset that I we're talking about cannabis and I see his body language start to change. And, uh, he starts to like uh huff and puff and like you know almost like a, like a peacock bird or something you know like <laughs> ruffling his feathers and i'm like what the fuck okay and like i'm having the conversation and uh i'm aware of his discomfort and you know with, with what i'm saying and then he finally gets up and like walks out the sauna and slams the door and shit and my other friend here mr x he's not really aware like i am right and mr x is like um what what's up and I'm what's what's up with you, Bob? Huh? What's going on? No. And I'm like, did you see that? He's like, no. What? what, what are you about? Talking about? I'm like, that dude's really pissed off. And he's like, what? Why, And uh, I recently saw I saw the guy like you know two three other times after that, and he gives me these eyes. <laughs> like you know Brandon Lee and The Crow when he's <laughs> standing yep. amongst them at the criminal table, <laughs> yes. you know, you know, like staring down, you know. I'm like, here he is. And his wife is his wife goes there and they have two kids. I'm sorry, bro. I, I, I don't even know your name, but I'm sorry I made you feel uncomfortable with my cannabis talk.
1: No, no, he needs to simmer in his own stuff. Do you know? I, just... I know,
0: I know, but you know, I mean, that's just the thing, too, is it's like, it, it, what I'm saying, like, about how it was, like, you know, criminalized for a hundred years there, you know? For a hundred years, they were just like, look, this is the worst shit you could ever get for yourself. You're going to poison it, you know?
1: And it was all propaganda, Mm-hmm. It was propaganda.
0: I know. And Why?
1: Because they didn't want, you know, the black men dancing with mm-hmm. the white women. And that's what yeah. it boils down to and, and stuff like that. They just didn't. It was.
0: I think I saw that same documentary. Did you yes. watch that one I just watched yeah.
1: it. It got me all pumped. And I What's was like, What's the name of that yes. documentary for everybody um, out there? Grass is Greener.
0: Yeah. It's so cool. And you know what? The thing that's awesome is. Like... And it
1: was a rabbit hole after that. I was yeah. just looking up so much.
0: <sighs> yeah, me too. so, me like, so I, angry. Yeah. I, uh, Yeah, it made me really angry, too, like how they changed the name from cannabis to marijuana and then, like, trying to, like, pin it on, like, certain people of ethnic culture. And still today with our current president, they're still fucking with the same people. It's Mm -hmm. just a fucking mess, dude, you know? Like, something so, like, you know, a kid can see uh, a Coors Light T-shirt on a dad and, you know, not think anything of it, but if he saw, you know, um, you know... Sour Diesel, like Nugget brand, you know whatever. You know what I'm saying? Marijuana like leaf, yes, yeah, exactly. On there, oh my it's... god, you remember marijuana? Like you're a little bit younger than me, but you have to remember when like marijuana t-shirts were really popular in the mid '90s. Do you remember, remember the that mash? Shit? Yes.
1: The MASH t-shirt. Yes. that had the like, little cannabis leaf Yes, I remember that shit. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember going down the Jersey Shore and looking up at the boardwalk <laughs> and be like, look,
1: and oh my that God, is that,
0: is that weed up there? Yes. That was the first place that I ever saw a little bit of uh, pop culture acknowledging the cannabis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I saw uh, Cypress Hill, I think, in Yeah, Cypress Hill. They were, they were uh, I'm a big fan of B-Rail's podcast. Mm-hmm. You watch that? I haven't. I have So it's called uh, um, Hot Boxing. I okay. know that's Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson and- uh,
1: Mike Damn, Tyson. What,
0: smoke Boxing, I think it's called with B-Real. Smoke Boxing. I do. I <laughs> like I like Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. It's great. <laughs> you know about his products, right? Hmm? You know about what Mike's doing? Iron Mike oh, Tyson? Oh, is he?
1: Did he make a cannabis brand?
0: <sighs> yeah, he's he's one of the if many celebrities. If I was famous, that's
1: what I would do. Oh, my God. But, I, would, I would. But he's doing
0: something a little bit more cool than the the rest and like say houseplant which we can talk about um oh yeah tyson tyson's brand right he's got sativa he's got indica he's got everything it's really fancy nice boxes but the cool thing is is if you go to tysonranch.com he's starting the very first marijuana resort nice and uh i think i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with my dad (laughs) dad uh We've talked about this before. You you loved Mike Tyson. I shouldn't have been watching him fights when I was seven years old, but let's go see Mike. Okay. I'm down with that. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he talks a lot about how we all know what Mike Tyson did. You know, he he was a, a fantastic boxer, was undisputed, got knocked out by Buster Douglas. He
1: had some personal issues, went to
0: jail because he beat up a bunch of people of all males, females, everybody, went in inc- complete anger problems. But now when you watch him, he talks about cannabis. He talks about how this shit smoke, this this shit calmed him down, made him into a different person, and he seems different. He seems like he he is able to like he was doing saying how like you know cocaine and alcohol just messed him up so bad, and he had this evil to side to him. Not to mention
1: getting hit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just being head. a boxer in general is, oh, is dangerous work. And then you put chemicals on top of it. But oh, I'm sure God, that yeah. using cannabis has helped, like, regain a lot of that, yeah. you know, neurological function. I can't imagine.
0: So, yeah, he's starting Tyson Ranch. And it looks awesome. They got, like, lions and tigers and bears and natural, like, habitat settings. You know, it's, it looks awesome. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> is he going to have the tiger, like, in the... I guess <laughs> I, he doesn't seem that way. That check,
0: check it out though uh, when you get a chance. Everybody's listening on YouTube, Sarah, but uh, TysonRanch dot com. Tyson Ranch. Uh, last week on the uh, the Bombcast episode one hundred and ninety was Houseplant from Philadelphia. He's a Mr. Baby. Smith from the band and uh, Seth Rogen's.
1: He's angry company. This, yeah, I,
0: last week we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but it's a strange thing that that happened because like he was coming on my show, and then one day I opened up Instagram and here's Seth Rogen with these like yeah yeah his commercials were great though but it was like he seems to be very um he he's confident in his product it seems you know he (laughs) likes ashtrays Uh, do you follow him on instagram i don't he he makes his own ashtrays and i guess now that's the trend for celebrities to you know because california is like a different world have you been in los angeles
1: i haven't
0: oh my god it literally is like going to like if i could afford it i would have lived there forever but I was just a young kid, and uh, I went back a few times after that, you know, to see friends and stuff like that. And everybody out there is just so relaxed. I remember, like, being there in traffic, and, you know, you see it on the news. Oh, my God, the sprawl, the 405, and the fucking endless line of traffic. But nobody beat there, man. Nobody beat. because at oh, every goddamn like heaven. Because every red is light, like. Everybody's stoned. Yeah, Look, the, the horn heli- is a Sarah, safety feature. It's back. They not do for so. This, me. this is the second. No, not for us here in the, the lounge, but uh, this is the second time in two months that they have interrupted our broadcast. And I want you to know out there, we're aware. <laughs> um, oh yeah, celebrities with the the herbs. Yeah, B reels though. I really do like B reels because B real. He's got his own product as well, but he's he's OG. He's OG weed. You know what I mean? He is the beginning of pop culture's reintroduction if you will into like marijuana Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and cannabis
1: and he stayed loyal to that they all did Mm -hmm. like saber they stayed loyal to that and you know
0: yeah they really did um i did go to jamaica i went to uh bob marley's uh tomb and i smoked a joint with uh two nice ladies from the uk nice (laughs) it was a very nice experience i also played bob's guitar i think i played steer it up and that was nice. People were really nice there. They asked my name. I was like, I'm Bob.
1: Hi. They're like,
0: No nah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bob. Bob. I brought them frisbees. I brought <laughs> them comic books, and I exchanged them for cannabis. <laughs> and it was lovely. <laughs> I, I, I spoke with them. You know, a lot of times at these resorts, like the gentlemen, you know, at the beach, they'd be like one of the solicits. You know, like you, like with like their products and stuff. And some people say that they could be pushy, but to me, uh, they were friends of mine. I went out there and tried <laughs> to hire them okay (laughs) at the time i was selling retail products and i was like you guys are the best i've ever seen you should come (laughs) back with me and at one point we were going to make a you know a small boat and just paddle back to the united states of america (laughs) these guys they became good friends and i miss those guys down there in jamaica but um yeah there's destination spots for um for cannabis it's weird i also remember being a kid thinking like amsterdam was like the lost the coolest yeah Like like thinking like this is impossible I'll get there one day John Travolta I think that's the first time I I think knew about it It was when Pulp Fiction came out
1: You know I always wanted to go to Amsterdam But it wasn't until later That I wanted to go for cannabis reasons I always wanted to go to Amsterdam Because I always followed Not to be morbid But I always followed Anne Frank You know what I mean Mm -hmm. And like the museum is there And I forget which city it's in But I always I thought
0: that before kids It's a tough thing it's it real a tough, tough thing. thing. We're, we're, humanity, if we all were able to, you know, find a way to just be good people, it's like, why can't we just put that in the water? You know what I mean? I know. We put Instead, fluoride in you know? Why like, can't we put something that makes people is nice?
1: so shameful. You know what I mean? Every and,
0: aspect of our history comes from violence, and it's just sick. And it's and really just sick.
1: Keep, you know. It just keeps going. It keeps being inherited into, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The children of people who, I don't know. It's... I mean, it's if you deb- could
0: use time travel to ingest happiness into all the, you know, terrible fucking things that are happening. You know, I mean, the, the thing that fucking bothered the shit of me yesterday was what what happened in Colorado with this kid. You know, he oh. he protected yeah. um, a bunch of uh, students, uh, lost his life, you know. The kid was about to graduate from high school and... Um, It just fucking sucks, man. It sucks because it's like I used to be there in these schools teaching, you know. Yeah, babies
1: shouldn't have to make those kind of decisions. (laughs) Do you mm. know what I mean? They just shouldn't.
0: Kids? Yeah. Yeah. They should. Exactly. It's just, what the
1: fuck? That's not fair. I mean, I know life's not Mm -hmm. fair, but that's fucked
0: up. It's just so, it's so, uh, since 1999, you know, in Columbine. And this actually, I think, happened seven miles from Columbine High School. You know, we, this this continued trend of school violence. And the whole time like, okay, so when Columbine happened, I remember thinking as a kid, Oh, this this is just a like a you know, once in a lifetime. This is a Pearl Harbor. This'll never happen again. Can you imagine if like fucking Pearl Harbor kept happening over and over again? They'd stop that shit. So just stop this fucking school violence. The thing that I was talking to my wife about how now? Do you
1: know what I mean? How now? Have, I, I feel like the idea. beast is already like
0: I think it's out, yeah. And the only way to like, you know, um trap abuse is put him in a cage. But if you put him into a room with somebody who's qualified to talk to these kids, look, I I taught um everything from first grade I actually pre K through twelve, I've been through it all in different substitute, you know, level of education. So I'm aware of all the different levels of like kids' behavior. And there is this one point and maybe that's kind of why I bring up the whole thing with like, you know, uh being having childhood last for 22 years is because maybe if it did, people would have a better understanding of each other because something's taken from them so fucking quickly. yeah. And then the first sign of trouble sends them on this fucking dark path and there's nowhere to go. And you know what? I'm going to be honest, in all my years of teaching, especially when I was te- teaching at the secondary level for um, social studies and substituting various subjects, uh, I had met some of these kids that I think I might have helped. You know, kids who were just, fu- like, I hate fucking school. You know, punk rock is freedom, like, you know, like Mm. fucking anarchy, you know, like I get all that stuff. I'm attracted to that type of like, Mm. you know, uh, energy as well because it means like freedom to me, you know. Mm. But like there is a way to uh, relate to these kids and, um, you know, preparing kids for school violence and saying, hey, we've got, you know, a school shooting drill coming up in five minutes. How do we get to the problem first? We need to talk to these kids, and we need to find the ones that need the help. And they need to be able to talk to people like you and I, or you know, somebody who's qualified to to acknowledge that the world can be fucked up, and you know, it's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop it before it becomes a problem. Because they ain't gonna get rid of the fucking guns. They ain't gonna go Wait, nowhere. They're with not these going guns. anywhere. And that's the worst part is they're just like nah.
1: Because even if you you know say this or that, there's always gonna be another way. Yeah, it's
0: just uh, it bothers me, you know. And there's like no way. And then like my son's three, and now he's gonna go through the fucking school system, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. And I see, I start going in a little bit deeper, and this is where I go a little conspiracy theory. Is that like I don't like more of these things happen because it gets so much attention, right? Mm -hmm. On top of the fact that we live in a very anxious society right now, yeah. And we don't actually know. What happens to the developing brain while using these devices? Yeah, because it releases so much dopamine when you're playing video games, so and you much. have all of these. So we have no idea what the actual damage is. So you know what I mean? What or there's like a whole the drugs too, as well, like drug, Adderall and stuff. That's only right, been around for the, just a bit. But even but these large amounts of dopamine from overusing devices can be just as dangerous. Yeah, it is just to a, a mess. growing brain. Is my vape over there? You see my vape? Oh, the little standy-ubby one?
0: The John. I don't know okay. what, you know what, i probably put it in my... But yeah, it's just a mess, you know, that that happens. But uh, I, I just, I think it'd be great if there was a way for kids to find some sort of message where they could relate to somebody to stop the problem before it begins. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. And, uh, you know, I'd volunteer for that job. I don't wanna teach. I just want to help. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, insta- you know, like, I also think that teaching, is ne- teaching needs to change in general because now you can just look shit up, you know? There's a certain point where a kid, if he's qualified, surpasses your knowledge as a teacher because of fucking Google, Bing, Yahoo, any other goddamn thing that they can get.
1: That you can't necessarily trust either. Yeah,
0: and, like, that's what they're building their, um, they're, they're building, like, their gist of, like, who they are by, you know, uh these stereotypes. And it's just like Christ. And I just see so much of it and I'm just like, "Ugh, you know, I, I, you know, was, I I didn't feel like I was uh, you know, 100% correct in high school. Yeah, I felt different. I was in the era of post-Cobain suicide. Yes. I felt about, you know, many dark things, you know. Um that the the dark path I don't necessarily, like, you know, a lot of people in the news, like, they'll interview people and they'll be like, well, he just seemed like a normal kid. And I do believe that you can get some sort of like, like, almost like if you get sick or something like that, you can have some sort of, I don't know, like many strokes, something that turns you into this pure force of evil. Or maybe you just wake up and fucking get out of bed wrong. Some people like we are like such precious, you know, Joe Rogan has this like uh, saying that he thinks that we are all just bacteria growing inside the earth and stuff. And I love that, you know, that we are all like all these like, you know, um, species like evolving and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'd have to believe that we are all connected into some sort of like when people ask me like what my religion is, I never really tell them because it's too hard to fucking explain. But if you could close your eyes and then see through every person in the whole fucking world. And what they're going through That be my religion You know And it'd be great Everybody would be like Okay There's no need for violence I'm not gonna shoot this kid You know I'm not gonna go into this school And like why are they doing it Like Is it just because That's what they think They need to do That's the end to this now Is like going to a public school Or a private school Or uh, you know An office And shoot everybody up it, it, Like what's going through Their minds To Like oh well That's what I've gotta do next You know Like how they get there. They
1: don't have appropriate outlets, right? You know what I mean? For expressing their emotion, whether it's a positive emotion or or a negative emotion or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like how do you teach children appropriate outlets? And how do I identify? You know what I mean? The fact that they're feeling a certain way.
0: Well, everybody grows up kind of differently. You know what I mean? Like they're all like, you know, everyone learns differently. You don't learn the same way I do. My son doesn't learn the same way as me. (laughs) vice versa you know and different people it would be wild though if you could straight come across somebody like wait a minute you think exactly the same thing as me i guess that would be clairvoyance which would be awesome but you know i'd buy that app (coughs) but
1: exhausting clairvoyance how how much would that app cost
0: like you get that app in your body you're like boom clairvoyant now (laughs) how much like 89 dollars a minute like i don't know it'd be great
1: yeah, but if you cancel your subscription, is it going to like keep going? Do you know what I mean? Are going to keep charging your card and it'll never turn off? No. I'm <laughs> not be, even going there. You'd be broke there. in
0: the course of like one evening. No. Because ever. you would want to know everything in the room.
1: Mm-mm. I, that There's a danger to that. There's yeah, an but extreme you know, technology danger. Technology will
0: go that way. By the time we get to the year 3000, they say that life extension will be possible. People will be living to be like 125, 150. We're
1: going to eat each other. That's I what's going to happen. We're, we're human You think races. we're heading
0: towards cannibalism? Oh, when well, we—oh, yeah,
1: we—extreme well, we... chaos, yeah. Oh
0: god, it's gonna suck so bad, man. It is. It's gonna suck, you know. And I—I I I almost I feel like I need
1: to we... teach my child like survival. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Just my in god, case. Yes. Do you know what you mean? Know, like, I mean? Like this is how you make wife. a fire. This is fire safety. I said
0: to my wife, actually, tonight at dinner, I was like, "Yo, when he gets to be in grade school, I'm gonna buy him a Kevlar school bag."
1: This is our bug out bag. And
0: yeah, like she, you know, I but I like I bug, but I also bug because you know I. Had, uh, you know, I worked in these places and I do know for a fact that, yeah, these places are not 100% safe at all times of the day. There's always this one moment or this one second and that's all it takes. You know what I mean? And like we have to get to the middle of the problem. So, I mean, like, I don't know. You know, sending sending kids to like an alternative school. I, I knew some friends that went and it worked for them, but I don't know. I just wish that you know everybody could feel like I do right now.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> heal the world. You know, and that would be Get great. I'd be place.
0: I'd be happy about that. You know, but unfortunately, it's not that way. But I do feel a little bit more uh, optimistic though with the use of uh, my medications. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't drink much anymore. I guess come up with great ideas at podcasts. I'm a dad. I don't drink
1: then... much anymore. Is that <laughs> song? Yes. I don't know. I just made it up. I
0: like that. I don't, I don't... drink
1: no more.
0: <laughs> Cigarettes and whiskey. Take it away from me. <laughs> Across the street I see the janitor cleaning the floor. <laughs> I really do. I see him out there. You know, so uh, your next gig, hold on, don't tell me, because I got it right here, oh. <laughs> it's May 31st, you're playing the
1: Wild Wings,
0: where's Wild Wings at?
1: Wild Wings, I believe it's in Barrington, New Jersey, just so over the that, bridge. That's where,
0: that's where you're from, right, Jersey?
1: No, I'm, a, well, I grew up in South Jersey, I live in Elkins Park, Ch- Yeah,
0: Elkin- Cheltenham. I've only driven through Elkins Park, because I'm coming from somewhere, but it's always looked lovely, you the know? Old York Road. There's trees. Yes. You remember trees? they did. Get rid know. of all these trees by my house. You I know? see them all the time. I know. Trees. I got There's one a
1: Frank Lloyd Wright temple out there. Yeah. Right I, on the road. It's a beautiful piece of, you know. You know what? Fruit. Forget
0: it. I was going to rap but now we're going to talk about something else. Okay. <laughs> I like the fact that you're into uh, going to like abandoned places. Okay. Oh, yeah. The rush that you get. You know how we're talking about dopamine? Mm-hmm. That feeling you get when you go into a spot that you're <laughs> not supposed to be in. Or, you know, you know that abandoned feeling like, oh, my God, I'm here in this this place. Yeah. I love that stuff. And I've done that my whole life.
1: Me too. So this is the thing with that, though. And mm-hmm. I I think uh, I feel safe to share this as per what the stuff we were talking about earlier. So when I'm in places that aren't ne- necessarily inhabited by human beings any longer, I, I don't know. I've always, like, felt... The layers of mm. places. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly, I've, yes. I, I've stood like right, like right here, we're mm-hmm. sitting in this kitchen, but how many other lifetimes happened in oh, this yeah. kitchen? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so you know at a completely different time it was a completely different way. but like so some of these abandoned places have so much history that it's like I want to stand there and soak it up, yeah. what may have been or whatever. like parts of uh, Society Hill in in, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Like physicians' row. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, physicians' row. So I used to, I used to live at, at Third and Spruce, and and Fourth Street was physicians' mm-hmm. row. Fit the physic mansion is still there. They have a museum, but there is like a mansion there that they used to have uh, meetings of the National Philosophical Society back in the seventeen eighteen hundreds. Oh wow! And um, you know, my favorite flower was named in that courtyard. And, oh, like, that's cool. Really, just what's your favorite flower? Wisteria. And oh, it yeah. was it was named after isn't that the name of uh, Doctor Casper Wister?
0: Was in uh, uh Wisteria Lane? Isn't that uh, from? I'm sure. What's that from? Mm-hmm. Wisteria Lane. I think that's from like from a
1: song or a movie. No, it was like
0: a TV show.
1: Mm-hmm. The no
0: Housewives of or no? Um, damn, sounds familiar, but yeah. That that layer feeling of being somewhere yeah. you're not supposed to be. So
1: like great. knowing that all of those brains were like in that in there doing courtyard. Something. Like I just like hang on mm-hmm. like the the fence and trying to plot a way to get in just so I can stand there. I don't know. I feel
0: the same way when I go somewhere like that. Where like okay, we're in a historic spot and you can sense the presence of like time. You know. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that stuff a lot lately. In time and uh, you know. I really do attribute some of the thoughts I've had lately definitely towards the cannabis, but I mean, it's allowed me to think of things that I've never really fully got to, but I've always known. Okay. And like time, like, you know, when you have deja vu, you know, everyone thinks back to the black cat and the matrix and like, "Ah, he's, he's crazy. He's got deja vu. no, Deja vu. Think about this. Okay. The universe, when it was created, it was just, it just got shot out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And recently now in the scientific news community, and if I had an assistant here, he'd probably bring up the the article, but I don't. (laughs) Still hiring. But he says that um, there's two universes and one universe is going forward in time and the other universe is going backwards in time. And I do believe that these moments of, you know, uh, spirituality or hallucinating, you know, hallucinating Mm -hmm. on DMT. Is the time like converging onto itself and you seeing what's like beyond that? And I really do think that uh, it's possible. I really do. I mean, why not? You know, people believe in the other shit that's insane and kill people for it. Why can't I believe in this? You know,
1: There's the, I, the thing about deja vu is that it's like I don't even wonder about it. I just know it's a familiar, like a familiarity.
0: It's terrifying what happens sometimes. Really? It's so comforting. No, I've had it. it like,
1: to me, it feels it's comforting. It's like I've been here before. It's OK. I think I've had
0: it. I, yeah. My experience is being terrified with deja vu just because of how real it is to me and how embarrassed I am to. Do oh. you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm, emb- I'm embarrassed by you know. Like I was really embarrassed when I saw the ghost of the pl- uh, the, the school I worked at. It and like
1: the PP ghost. Yeah, man. <laughs> the PP
0: ghost. That's awesome. <laughs> I should make a cartoon now that. But the PP ghost scared the shit out of me. <laughs> but when I would tell people about it, and you know, you know, excluding people on the, you the have show your here, co coworkers, day or... yeah, I was mean... like embarrassed. Like you know, I'd seen something I j- I shouldn't have. And deja vu makes me feel that way. Like I shouldn't have seen that i know
1: well only because people won't validate that they've seen it too do you know what i mean they won't they won't won't give you comforted. in it that's why you learn that you just learn who to tell and who not to tell
0: yeah and it's it's just totally weird that people because not
1: everybody's not there's like i feel like there's there's two kinds of people there's people that run kind of like an automatic and Mm -hmm. have all then have like moments like above and below that and like that's a frequency of awareness and like really tapping into who you are. Yeah, and then totally. there's this other kind of person that rides on those can just ride all the frequencies. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I know I
0: know exactly what so you're saying. So it's yeah. like
1: if you're dealing with people that don't They're know blocked. how to navigate the higher, like more efficient frequencies of this world, like don't you don't you think because you understand yeah. and are aware of many things, you can see and feel subtleties. Without so doubt. like I feel like um, you know how a, chem- a like a chemical reaction happens? Like when you add an acid and a base, it like changes mm-hmm. color or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when your energy is around one of those stuck entities. It's like it's visible to you because like your chemical mm. makeup reacts yeah. with it. If mm-hmm. You want to get scientific? I always want to prove it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I do too. I really want <laughs> like to prove that it exists. And I <laughs> want people to know. What was that? a bunch of shit out of me. What was that?
0: I don't even know. But, yeah, I, I'm i oh, so constantly aware of it sometimes that it's scary. I mean, like, I was even aware of it when I was a kid. I remember thinking to myself, like, I remember, like, the moment where I thought, and this sounds funny, but I was convinced with the way my mind worked that color was invented sometime in the early 1940s. Okay. That we were at Pleasantville before that movie came out. That was, like, I was convinced. And I remember being so emotionally hurt when this When you found out that was a fallacy. Well, yeah. I, 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 my whole world just crashed. And then they made the movie, and then I was even more, like, reluctant to tell this story. But, yeah, I was, like, really affected by that. And, like, also just being aware, too, of, like, people's feelings. And I guess that's why I became a teacher, and I guess that's why I do the podcast, is just because being, like, a... Uh, really sensitive creature. Aware- oh, yeah, it's the worst. Really I hate sen-
1: it. It is. It's, it's, like, it's it's almost exhausting just to function someday. And that's, that's what
0: really, like, for me, like, a little bit of cannabis... Like shuts that part off for a little Mm -hmm. bit, and like this other like valve turns over, if you will, and like I'm able to like
1: the pressure release valve. Oh my god, yeah! It's
0: just it's it's always been something that I've always been in the the dark about, you know, and like didn't speak about. But you know, it works. It works for me. If it don't work for you, fine. But acknowledge it, just like you would a bottle of aspirin, or you know, or
1: mind your business. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a good old fashioned mind your business.
0: Yeah, good oldfashioned did, did I like to mm-hmm. go
1: by usually
0: yeah I mean like
1: uh, oh you don't like it oh well I didn't really ask oh
0: my god you know that's the worst <laughs> oh my god okay so like so like when you tell somebody you like something and like not me that shit sucks <laughs> or like you know people just are so quick to shut down people's conversations now I
1: don't I try really hard not to hang out with people like that
0: oh I'm I, I work with some but, uh, you know, whatever. It is what it is. You know, if you're listening, it may not be you. I love it may my be co-workers. somebody else We are I the dream team. Yeah, you got a great we job. We are the dream team. I mean, I, I, I've been thinking about it just because, you know, I am an educator and I think I could do some great good for these people. I'd like to make some uh, PowerPoint presentations. Talk about the benefits.
1: If cannabis educator is something that...
0: I, I've seen the salary. And I'm just like, you know, this is a future. This is a career that you could pursue.
1: And it's something else to be passionate about. Something you want to talk about. Sky's the limit.
0: I used to sell cameras, Ritz camera. I was passionate about that. I enjoyed it. I remember I liked it, you know, and then uh, I worked at Starbucks. I wasn't passionate about that. <laughs> and then I managed I like to, to ca- drink
1: coffee, but I don't want to make In it. between
0: teaching gigs, I would go off and do these retail gigs just to get back in with culture, almost like Andy Kaufman would. <laughs> and uh, my stint at Nordstrom with them people that I worked with there were just it was just one of the best experiences of my life man I went from working in a professional you know uh, public education suit and tie type atmosphere to being down with people you know to the nitty gritty chilling after work playing Madden online you know what I mean mm-hmm. smoking trees what talking you about it after work yeah, yeah it was just walk, the best you know and like I, I can never do that now with my son and stuff like working those retail hours but it was fun and I always enjoy working with people, of, you know, all different colors, races. I don't care. That's another thing with racism. I don't fucking get that at all. That to me is the most confusing fucking thing. You know, I was talking about my religion. Boom. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. You can see through everybody. Yeah. Who's gonna open their eyes and become a racist? Nobody. They would all be like, Oh Jesus, we're all connected. Let's mm-hmm. go do. Let's go get this. Right. That'd be a good idea for a movie. Shit. Imagine if six billion people just woke up and like we gotta work together.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: That'd be the best if you could make that happen, you know? That's an idea brought to you by Bob Cahill. But I think it would work, you know, and like people could really change it. Imagine if six billion people were like, nah, we ain't gonna be using these uh, plastic bags no more. We're not gonna be using, you know, plastic bottles. We're not gonna, you know, do anything that hurts the earth. Because we are like, killing it at like a rapid you, pace I feel,
1: That's what I mean And that's why I feel like if you, Even if we did that tomorrow Would it be Would it be in time
0: I know right you, you, Do you ever have that feel Like it's too late I, I distinctly had the feeling When I was a kid I was like I'm gonna be around for the apocalypse It's coming I remember that Because I was raised Do you uh, remember
1: when McDonald's used styrofoam Everything Oh my god yeah
0: yeah. And you'd see that shit In the streets Like it's people a ga- just, It's a gas now people believed in like it, the mid 80s for, for real for real a gas oh yeah it, it, it's it's so frightening like Ugh. what we did to the planet in the mid 80s we mm. were it, i remember trash everywhere just all over the streets littered them whopper you know like remember the the styrofoam long containers like jesus christ we were just you know people smoking in malls that was the end of civil. that was oh. the end of the cowboy era see yeah. everybody thought the cowboys Ended in the 1880s, 1890s. Nope. Oh no. I think it ended with Ronald Reagan. That's when it all went down. They were like, nope, no more smoking. No more mm-hmm. doing this. No more. Do- You're going to die. You your heart. You- oh, everything's wrong. You're in trouble. Go to the doctors. Oh, shit. Mm. That's when it all went down. That's when the Marlboro Man died. That's when the camel died.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You know? What was it that we smoked blue? The headband with what?
1: A blueberry headband <laughs> and sour blueberry.
0: I've been talking a lot tonight, and la, this la, is a great, la, great la, la, little la, la, hybrid for me. And um, <laughs> I'm really stoked that you came by here.
1: Long ass joint too. I get big or go home. Oh okay? yeah.
0: Do you do you, uh, participate in raw uh, herbal papers? Do you, the, do, you do you do the you know raw the? Uh, oh what's sometimes. The, what's Listen, the guy's I name? Always,
1: I use whatever's gifted to me. Honestly, I use them up.
0: What's the guy's name on Instagram? That uh, I think his name's Zach. The guy that owns the company Raw. Do you know about this guy's story? Mm-mm. So, like, he started this company.
1: I feel like I should. I'm not know, gonna look up I his don't... name.
0: He's got enough money. I'm not gonna say his name. I mean, don't know, even look it up. You probably know who he is with the Raw papers. You know, you see everybody. I'm you know, sure. smoking them cones. But this dude. He started the company with five hundred dollars, and he took a risk with a, I, th- I believe, a factory somewhere in Mexico, and they took that five hundred dollars and turned it into the empire it is today. Damn, dude! And now he's got all sorts of different rolling papers. The herbal papers are wonderful. Uh, you know, I think they're they're lovely, but you know, come the on, PA. An-
1: the money to be made in ancillary cannabis products, yeah, it is like what yeah. everybody's doing you know what i mean like the, like that the raw papers i mean everybody mm-hmm. i feel like everybody's like you know like got
0: everybody's got something have you have you ever um uh, the glass tip have you ever used a glass tip in a joint so no be, be or real. no
1: i might like with a blunt
0: you've done it with a blunt mm-hmm. you've had it with the glass tip yeah. yeah so i think that uh be real yeah every podcast He had Joe Rogan on there, by the way, and he got Joe Rogan high as hell. (laughs) I've never seen Joe Rogan look that high, and I've seen most of his episodes, but it's insane. (laughs) But uh, be real, though, he's got these nice glass tips that, you know, you roll into, you know, your papers, and it just looks very calming, you know? (laughs) It looks like it's some good stuff. But, yeah, PA, get it together, man. Jersey, you could have done it, you know? If you would have legalized it, PA would have legalized it, and then we would have been, you know, cash flow, know, there's everybody happy.
1: There's a bill. I don't know where it is right now. I think it needs to be approved by the House. But, you know, there's a legalization bill. I don't think it's going to be. No. How long do you think on it's going to be? Appropriately, in my opinion, but it's got some good stuff in there, things like decriminalization and yeah. home grow.
0: That'd be great, you That'd know. so fun. I just want, like, you, you know. Could
1: teach, like, a how-to-grow class.
0: Oh my God, it'd be great. So many people can benefit, you know, and I, you know, I just feel so many different ways about it just because I want people to understand that, you know, it, it is medicine. It works for some people. You know, other people can become triggered by it. You should be aware of that. You should be aware of the disease of addiction. But for people who are casual drinkers, you know, you're getting older, you're getting tired.
1: Maybe you got something wrong with you. Get some help.
0: You know, talk to Or your maybe
1: doctor. if you don't, because we as adults in America should be able to consume oh my God, yeah. marijuana.
0: I can't believe that, uh I mean, you can't, so it's decriminalized that you can have mushrooms in Denver, but it's illegal. To like so distribute get, them or yeah, something? Yeah, it's illegal to distribute, I forget the law, I read it right before we started the podcast tonight, but I just thought that was wild, because I never thought I'd see something like that in the news, you know? It's wild. You know, so I guess my 40s is going to be just insane because literally what's happening right now for my midlife crisis, I don't know about everybody else, is that all the shit I did in the 90s is now coming into fruition. Got all my Marvel comics coming into the, I mean, we just had the end game, you know, you got medical marijuana, you got higher consciousness, you got all this different types of stuff going on. It's a good time to be alive. It's also scary as hell, but, you know, you got to love one another.
1: There's always, you know, the light with the dark. There's always oh my God. yin and yang. It's
0: the oldest story in the book. It is. You know what I'm saying, Marty? It's just the light and the dark. It's
1: just, <laughs> just what happens.
0: Did you watch True Detective?
1: I did, yeah. Yeah, I
0: love that uh, show. It had some, uh, some good, uh, you know, points, I guess, as to what, like, spirituality is all, you know, all about.
1: And the depth of human filth.
0: I know, right? How far does it go? And it does it goes get better?
1: Deeper than I care to delve, but I'm aware.
0: My grandma's 97 years old and she gives me sage advice, right? <laughs> I was I was like, "Grandma, you're living a full life. I really hope that I get to live as long as you." She's like, "Nah, Bobby. Not at all. You want to check out around 80." <laughs> oh,
1: bless and I
0: her was heart. like, I was like, "Why, Grandma? Why you why do you want me to go at 80?" And she was like, "That's the age." and you know I I thought I thought it was cute you know because I guess I don't want to you know I don't want to live forever I just want to see
1: you don't want to get like bored waiting to die does that sound I don't
0: know I mean like maybe like here's the thing too because we were talking about that time thing you know maybe okay so like what if we live in a time ladies and gentlemen where it does become known in our lifetime and I think they made a film on Netflix about this that the afterlife does exist we are aware that there's consequences after life what would that do for us as a society? I mean, like, we, we couldn't do the six million dollar, you know, snap thing I was talking about. Everybody wakes up and does right, but that would be something. You know what I mean?
1: That's why, I don't know, I have one thing in mind every day when I'm living my life. I just want to do the right thing for the right reason. Do you know, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the next right mm-hmm. thing for the next right reason. You know, not in it for anything, but just because it's the right thing to do.
0: It's true altruism.
1: And that's I yeah. just want I that's what I want to live and be and I want to surround myself with people that are like that but not everybody's like that I'm cool with that because yeah I'm kind of good at minding my own business when yeah, I know you, I you should you did say
0: that I suck at it man I suck at minding my own I business. had to
1: teach myself
0: I'm still trying
1: to how learn. to do that
0: I, I still you know myself. the sick thing is like yeah I'm I'm 39 years old but there is this one part of me that never really did age and it like it's like this little it's like the middle part of my brain maybe. It's this one part that screams out all the time, no, don't stand for that, you know, like because I I have such Wait, a I hard. I feel like time...
1: you need to listen to that, like because I do.
0: Like... My problem is like watching people get, um, uh, like I've I've gotten fired from jobs for standing up for somebody who's being abused by a customer because of their ethnicity. You know, what I mean, their like his Mexican you don't heritage. Like the justice, yeah, complex. yeah. So like a, a total superhero complex, I guess, Messiah complex. Hence, being a teacher now retired. Watch out. I'm on the prowl. Maybe I'll just sound through <laughs> for this podcast some
1: contract Messiah work.
0: I, it, that's awesome, yo! Contract Messiah. That's a great idea for a comic book. <laughs> See what's happening here. Who this needs cannabis me? is taking Who shape. This is the last uh, for the last hour and a half. I think that we have covered um, so many great topics that they may be writing books about it in the years to come. I really appreciate you coming in the lounge.
1: Thanks for inviting me.
0: Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys play live. Uh, Definitely check out Girl Friday. There'll be a link here in the podcast. Check out her music. My name's Bob, and this has been another episode of Bobcast. All right. (laughs)